Well, again, welcome. Welcome to Big Valley Grace Online. We're so glad that you're with us. And moms, all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. We love you, and we're really glad to be together in church. And today we've got an awesome opportunity, uh, really, Mom, uh, to bless you. We, we want to bless you. Mom, you've been an incredible blessing to all of us. And really, on, on behalf of kids everywhere, Mom, we say thank you for the way that you have blessed us. And today we're going to look at a passage that is about God's blessing. And, and Mom, we want to we talk directly to you. And I want to encourage you to pull out your Bible. It's, it's in the book of Numbers. That's way over on the left side of your Bible, Numbers chapter 6. And the blessing that we're going to look at today is real unique. And, and Mom, I want to kind of clarify what type of blessing this is. There, there's, there's a number of of different types of blessings. And one of those is when someone sneezes and we say, bless you. And that's not the type of blessing that we're gonna look at today, mom. But however, if you sneeze, mom, if you sneeze, someone next to you is gonna say, bless you. And we, we wanna bless you if you sneeze. Another type of blessing is a blessing that we would have at mealtime. We would say, hey, would someone like to say the blessing? And it's thanking God for the meal that we have and for his provision. It's, it's something my family does at every meal when we sit down. But that's not the, that's not the type of blessing that we're going to look at today, Mom. Another type of blessing would maybe be more ceremonial at, at specific uh, moments in life. Maybe at the birth of a child and, and we'd pray a blessing over the child. Or maybe at some different ages at 10 or 13 or 16 or 18 in these really significant moments of praying a blessing over that age and, and that transition, or even at a, at a marriage ceremony, a, a prayer of blessing there, or even at a memorial. And the type of blessing, Mom, that we're going to look at today, it's, it's not one of those ceremonial blessings. The, I think maybe the best way that I can say this, Mom, is the blessing we're going to look at today, it's one that God commands. It's a blessing that God commands that his people would be blessed. And so, Mom, I hope you're really encouraged as we seek to bless you in the Lord, in Christ. We want to bless you today. In Numbers chapter 6, we'll look at our text together and then we'll walk through it. Starting in verse 22, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall. Bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. This is God's blessing for his own people. And three times in these six verses, God commands that this blessing be proclaimed. You shall, you shall, so shall they. It's God's desire that his people would be blessed and God is the blesser. In Leviticus 9.22, we see this picture of Aaron, the priest, lifting up his hands towards the people as 
he blesses them. In, in Deuteronomy, we see that God's command is that these priests, they are to minister before the Lord and they are to bless the people in the name of the Lord. And so what we see here in this picture is, is Aaron and the priests, they are mediators of the blessing that God wants to give. They're the go-between between the blessing of God and the people of God and Aaron and these priests are acting as mediators of that blessing so that that blessing of God might be passed along to God's people. Well, something that's really incredible about the scriptures and about God and about the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is that we see in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6, that it describes Jesus as the better mediator of this better promise, of this New covenant that Jesus is the one, not Aaron and the priest, but Jesus is the one who is now the go-between between God's blessing and you. And something I would encourage you, Mom, right now is maybe that you might have the image of Jesus with his hands open towards you, that he would be the one to speak blessing into your life right now. And mom, we hope that you're really encouraged as you hear the blessing that Jesus wants to give you today. In Ephesians 1.3, it says that God has blessed us in Jesus with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. So all that God has to bless you with in the storehouses of heaven, they come to you through the person of Jesus Christ. And so today, Mom, my encouragement would be that you can know the blessing of God. Maybe we'll state it in this way, that, that today I can know the sevenfold blessing of God. And you may ask, why? Why sevenfold? Well, in these six verses, there's seven words I'd like to pull out. And each of these words, they communicate something to us about how God wants to bless us. Mom, how God wants to bless you. And so today, we're going to look at that sevenfold blessing of God. And mom, I would encourage you to, to welcome in the full blessing that God has for you. Blessing number one is this, God's favor. God's favor. And mom, God loves you. He loves you so much. He, he loves you more than, than I know how to even describe and unpack. But God's word, it teaches us about how God loves us. In Jeremiah 31.3, God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. God loves you, mom, in a love that just keeps on going. It keeps on going and it lasts and it lasts and it lasts and it, it never ends. Jesus said this to his disciples. In John 13, 1, it says that he loved them, his disciples, Jesus loved them to the end. To the end of what? What was the end? Well, after that, he went to the cross to die for us, to pay for our sin, to offer forgiveness to us. He was buried, and then he rose from the grave. He conquered sin, and he conquered death, and then he ascended to the Father, and he still loves us. He loves us all the way to the end. And so Jesus, seated at the right hand of the Father right now, Mom, Jesus is loving you to the end. 
In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, it says, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. So this, this first word, this first word, bless, it, it's this all-inclusive petition and request uh, saying, God, would you open up your, you know, open up the access to your favor. And so as Aaron and the priest would say, the Lord bless you, they're going before God and saying, God, would you open up access to your favor for these people right now? You know, God commands this blessing. God wants this blessing to come to his people. God Mom, God wants to bless you, and he's commanding. Mom, as you follow Jesus, he's commanding that you would be blessed. And when we understand this, it helps us realize something that's really important, and that is God is for you, Mom. God's for you. Think about that. God is for you. A few years ago, I painted this painting here. God is for you, and the reason we painted it is, is there was some natural disasters occurring in the States, and we wanted to provide some relief, so I painted this painting, and, and we auctioned it off, and we sent money to some organizations that we as a church, that way we could help just pro- provide some relief and as people had a, a time of need. And maybe right now, Mom, maybe this might be a great moment. I don't know where it is that you need relief in your life, but this might be a great moment where you'd realize that God is for you and you'd welcome in God's favor in your life to provide relief to you where you need it. Mom, I want you to know that we see the beautiful painting that God's painting in you. We see the beautiful way that God is painting your life and we celebrate it. And it's beautiful, Mom. You're beautiful, Mom, because God is for you. And he is at work in your life. You know, this word bless here, there's some various meanings, different ways that it can be used. But one of the ways that it can be used is this idea that it could mean to kneel. To kneel. And so one, one picture, it's, it's possible, Mom, that maybe a picture we could apply here is that God, our Heavenly Father, is that he would kneel in this moment to kind of come down to eye level with you, his child. And that as he's kneeling and he's eye level with you, that he would proclaim blessing over your life. And and that your heavenly father, the perfect father, that he would look you in the eyes and he would say to his child, to you, mom, I love you. I love you. It's an incredible, incredible moment in the Psalms. In 113.6, it says that God looks far down on his people. And it's just possible maybe that in this moment we might recognize that he would kneel down. And he'd look you in the eye. And he would bless you. And this is blessing number one. It's God's favor. Blessing number two is God's protection. God's protection. Mom, because God loves you so much, he wraps his strong arms around you to protect you. 
In fact, in 1 John 5, 18, it says that Jesus protects you as you're a follower of him. Jesus protects you and the evil one, the evil one cannot touch you. That's the kind of protection that Jesus has for you, mom. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, the verse continues. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. And these two, these first two blessings, they work together as a a blessed pair. The Lord bless you and keep you. Because who God blesses, God also keeps. You maybe look at it this way, Mom. God's protecting his investment in you. No one else does this. Christ alone is the protector and the guardian of his church. You know, often, maybe a cross in the form of jewelry might be worn and it maybe reminds or or symbolizes the protection of God in our lives. Well, sometimes we even would wear scripture. It may be scripture that's, you know, on an article of clothing or it's a piece of jewelry. Well, there's this really neat artifact that was found it was found 30 years ago in some burial caves at Ketef Hanom and it's two silver amulets and these are on display in the International Museum in Jerusalem right now and they're very small these were very very small and they contain the script of a portion of the blessing of scripture that we're looking at and the caves were dated to be 600 BC. And the amulets, these silver amulets, were even older. And the the way that they knew that they were older is because the edges of them had been worn well, like maybe they had rubbed back and forth around someone's neck as they wore these silver amulets. Possibly even around the neck of some priests who would have proclaimed this blessing in service to the Lord. Now, it's not the the jewelry, the cross, or, or the jewelry of the scripture that provides the protection. It is God and his blessing in your life. It's the person of God and his blessing in your life. And mom, I would encourage you right now that the Lord will keep you And you have God's protection. As you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone, the Lord will keep you and he will protect you. Blessing number two is God's protection. Blessing number three is God's light. And mom, maybe imagine this, that God wants to illuminate your life. He wants to be radiant in you. He wants to shine like the noonday sun. God wants to brighten your life with him. And this is the full expectation of Jesus. In fact, Jesus says in Matthew 5, 16, to let your light shine before others so that they might see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. And so in our passage today in Numbers chapter six, verse 25, it says this, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And mom, I want you to, I want you to recognize something in this moment. 
This verse is asking for the blessing of God that his face might be shining on you, that he would turn his face towards you, that he would turn his attention to you. And I just want you to consider for a moment how high in honor it is that God would look directly at you. What a high honor it is that you would have God's attention and that he would make his face to shine upon you and that he would give you his light. The scriptures teach us much about the light of God. In Psalm 36.10, it says, With you is the fountain of life, and in your light do we see light. In Psalm 4.6, it says, Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. In Exodus, as God guided his people, he guided them by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night to light up the night sky. In the Psalms, we see some ways that light helps us understand our salvation. In Psalm 27:1, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Mom, God's protecting you. He has, he's given you his favor and he is illuminating you. And when you recognize that you have the light of Christ in you, who are you to be afraid of? He's your light and he is your salvation. In Psalm 43, 3, it says, send out your light and your truth and let them lead me that God would be the guiding light, the guiding light to your path as you take every step of every day. This is blessing number three, God's light. Blessing number four is God's gifting. God's gifting. Now, this is Mother's Day and we want to, we want to give you good gifts, Mom. We do. We want to give you practical gifts. We want to give you gifts that cherish you. And I spent time with my children, helping them to bring a gift to my wife so that they might bring a gift to Mom. I, I took time to, to go get a gift from my own mother. I took time to get a gift from my mother-in-law. But Mom, we do our best as, as your kids to bring you gifts but they pale in comparison to the greatness of the gift that God wants to bring to you in his grace. The grace that is found in Jesus Christ in him alone as the favor of heaven is poured out from the throne of God through Jesus Christ to you. That the gifting of God would be present in your life. And so the greatest gift that, that we want to bring to you is we want to point you in the direction of God's grace, that you would know and understand God's grace today. And as your kids, we say, Mom, accept this gift, the gift of God's grace. In our passage, in number 625, it says, the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you, And so we see that blessing number three, that the Lord makes his face to shine upon you, and blessing number four, to be gracious to you, that these work together also in a blessed pair. Why? Well, because who God makes his face to shine upon, God also gives grace to. Now, Mom, I, I want to give maybe a warning 
right now. I want to say, be aware of something. Maybe even beware. You say, well, what? We're talking about grace here. Well, what I want to give a warning about and what I want to say, be aware of, and even beware of, mom, is, is beware of critics. Beware of critics, mom, because there's critics out there who don't want to encourage you in the grace of God. There's critics out there who don't want to point you to the grace of God. In fact, they want to do the opposite. They want to point out judgmentally how you failed. And they want to really point out the dark spots and not point you to God's light. They want to really attack you and, and not point you to God's protection. And, and they want to curse you, Mom, and not point you to God's favor. And so, Mom, beware of the critics because they're real. They're real and and they're going to tell you lies, Mom. And I want you to beware of the critics that you experience. And Mom, if I might just offer a, a personal story from my own life to maybe be an encouragement to you. Mom, Mom, I receive a lot of criticism. I receive criticism. And recently, I received some criticism that was in the form of an anonymous letter so I opened up this letter of criticism and I read as it criticized me greatly and criticized those that I love dearly pretty strongly. And I, Mom, I want you to know what I did. Just real practically, I want you to know how I handled this criticism and I hope it would be an encouragement to you, Mom, because I love you. We love you, Mom. What I did is I got on my knees and I prayed for my own heart. And I asked God to do a work in my own heart after I read this letter of criticism. And then I prayed for the person who wrote the letter. And I don't know who the person is. It was sent to me anonymously. But I prayed for them. And I prayed that God would work in their heart. And then I got up from my knees, Mom, and I took the envelope and I took the letter and I took it over to the paper shredder and I put it through the paper shredder. And mom, I don't know what the critique is or the criticism is that you're holding on to that's stuck in your mind and it's stuck in your heart. But mom, may you put it through God's paper shredder today and allow God to shred that criticism that maybe you've been holding on to. And mom, that you would welcome in the grace of God that he has for you. And that you would hear the truth today that God loves you. He's, he's given his favor to you. He's protecting you. He's lighting up your life. And he is giving you good gifts. And it comes in the form of of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so whatever those dark spots are, those gloomy places, may you welcome in the light of God's grace to shine in your life. Because there is great hope in Jesus Christ. Great hope in Jesus Christ. And even on the backdrop of all of our human failings, Shining brightly is the brilliance of God's faithfulness. This is seen clearly in the book of Numbers where we pull this 
blessing out of, but it's also seen clearly, mom, in my life, and it's seen clearly in your life. And I might just say it this way, mom. Welcome grace in every place. Welcome grace in every place. And so this is blessing number four, God's gifting. Blessing number five is God's presence. God's presence. Mom, God desires to be with you. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, as he's speaking to those that he loves, that are his followers. He says, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says this about God. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mom, God's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He is not going to reject you, mom. God's never going to do that. He's never going to reject you. As you follow Jesus Christ, he will never reject you, mom. In John 14, 6, Jesus says that he's going to ask the Father, God the Father, and that he will give another helper to us to be with us forever. And this helper is the spirit of truth that we might have the Holy Spirit of God in our lives guiding us in what is true, what's true about our lives. And so, Mom, Jesus loves you so much. He wants to place his Holy Spirit in you to be with you and to guide you and to teach you the truth, what is true about you. Psalm 34, 16, it says that the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears are towards their cry. And so, Mom, in times of trouble, when things are difficult, uh, the Lord sees you. He sees you. And he hears you. He hears you when you cry out to him. Even in those times that are incredibly difficult and very disheartening, God is present and he's with you. In Numbers chapter 26, our passage, it says, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. I want you to imagine God God literally lifting up his Holy Spirit and placing it on your life. Why? Simply because you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone for your salvation. And God promises his presence, his countenance is going to be with you. In Romans 8, 31, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Mom, God is present with you as you follow him. He's present with you. And if he's present with you, who can be against you? Who can be against you? By grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, God is with you. It's blessing number five. It's God's presence. Blessing number six is God's wholeness. God's wholeness. Really, this is equaling the sum of all of God's goodness that he wants to give to you, that he wants to bestow on you and Mom, I want you to hear this. In Jesus Christ, Mom, you are perfect and complete. You are perfect and complete in Jesus Christ. When you have peace with God, you are made whole with God. And if you have God's peace, you don't lack 
anything. Let's look at this verse, Numbers 6, 26. It says, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And so again, we see that blessing number five and blessing number six, they work together. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you so God is present with you and he gives you peace. His presence makes you whole. And they work together as a blessed pair because when God is present, who God is present with, God also makes complete. Paul writes to the church, uh, the the Colossian believers in in 2.10, and it says, you have been filled in him. Just imagine God is pouring himself into your life. And he's pouring himself into your life to where you are completely filled and you are saturated even to the point where you're now bubbling up and over because of him in you. Jesus, he described this in John 7:38. He says, "For those who have placed their faith in in Christ and they're gonna, the Holy Spirit of God is now in that out of your heart will flow rivers of living water just bubbling up out of your life so a, a shortened version of this entire blessing that we're looking at today a shortened version could be the Lord bless you and give you his peace because the Lord bless you means opening up all of God's favor And give you his peace means making you complete and perfect and whole, not lacking anything. And so this is opening up the access of the favor of God for one's wholeness. And this is blessing number six, God's wholeness. Now blessing number seven, the last blessing, the last word that we're going to pull out here, it is God's identity. Blessing number seven is God's identity. And mom, I would say to you, mom, you are valued and you are unique and you are distinct and you are cherished. You are a child of God as you place your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. You are a princess of, a, of the king of the entire universe. And God has chosen to associate with you so that you might be identified with him. And in our passage, in Numbers 6, 27, it says, so they shall put my name upon the people, so they should They shall put my name upon the people. See, it's critical that we recognize here, it's the Lord who's blessing. It's the Lord who is the source of blessing. Three times in this passage, God is identified as the one who is doing the blessing. And now this blessed name that God has, it's being applied to the people of God. Mom, you have two names. You have your given name, the one your mama and your papa gave you. But you also have the name that you have received upon your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone. Because Christ has placed his name on you. And in Christ, you have a new identity. 
And so blessing number seven, mom, is you have God's identity. So the big idea here, mom, of all of this is that, mom, you have been so blessed. We see it. We see it in you. We see the blessing that God has blessed you with. You have, you have blessed us, and we recognize, mom, that you have been blessed to become a blessing. We recognize I have been blessed to become a blessing. We recognize this about all of us. In fact, I'm gonna invite our worship team to come forward at this time, and we're gonna end actually singing this blessing over our lives together. Mom, we're gonna sing this blessing actually over you. Mom, we're gonna sing it in worship to the Lord. And as we do that, we recognize, Mom, that it has been God's plan all along to bless you so that you might become a blessing. We see this from the very beginning moments of where God interacted with Abraham. And God said this in Genesis 12 too. He says, I will make you, I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. And it was God's plan from the very beginning that God would bless his people and then all the nations of the world would then be blessed through God's people. Listen to how the psalm puts it in Psalm 67, one through three. It says, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us so that your way may be known on the earth and your saving power among all nations. Let all the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. We have been blessed by God to be a witness to the entire world. And so, Mom, before we sing this blessing together that is straight from Scripture, one more time, Mom, may we bless you in the name of the Lord. Mom, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And all of God's family said, amen.